0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Batman Universe podcast. This is episode 131, or welcome for the first time, if you decided number 131 is a good starting point. This is this is where I'm jumping on. This is it. 131 is is my lucky number. This is our new 52. I'm going in. Whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 131 (laughs) is starting over. Yeah, new 52. Uh, Amen. I am one of your co-hosts, Jamie McGow, and with me. As always, I can't help but do it, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad chum, Andy Di Genova. Hello, everybody. Back. Hello. Well, don't you have something to say? I think uh, you're saying hello. Bonjour. Yes. I Bonjour. think. I think, yes, that is. I am,
1: I am back from Paris. Yes, you are. Uh, for at least a couple weeks, and then I'm going back. <laughs> to, <laughs> Couldn't get to enough. Paris. He was
0: like, you know, I feel like I didn't really try all those croissants. I don't know if you think, I'm not saying that right, but... I I missed the
1: croissants uh, in the morning. Yeah. But uh I the, told you I couldn't find a Taco Bell over there. So you, you get you you gain some things, you
0: lose some things. Well, you have to have a reason to come back and I'd say that's a good one it right is. there. That's it a is. really big one. <laughs> So, uh, well, I guess what we should tell you, you know, if you are new, we are covering everything related to Batman that we can in the news overall yes. or in the universe. Overall.
1: All the all the Batman news you need for the week. Uh, we did take the week off because I was out of town, and you I apologize. So uh, we're back, but we're psyched we're to be back. We're and, good. and now we've got a nice pile of news got a to dive of news. into.
0: Yeah, it's good. Which is very good. Yes, absolutely. So. You know, Andy, you promised uh, when you left that we would get... You know, it wasn't a promise. I won't hold you to that. It but wasn't you, a promise, you, but,
1: but it just seems to be It feels that if I leave town, something big something happens. Something big would
0: happen. And, and
1: something, I wouldn't call it big, something notable... I think it's pretty big. You think it's pretty big? Yeah, okay. I think it's pretty well. I was disappointed with the size of it because I was because after last time, like that was huge. So I, last time I left town, trailer and Joker. Yeah, okay. So that, this doesn't live up to that.
0: Well, that's true, <laughs> but it's still pretty rad. But all things considered, I mean, we can't have that. It, and in proximity, your your time away this time was not that far from your time away last time. Yeah. So. You know, I wasn't expecting something massive, but...
1: It wasn't, it wasn't like they were going to drop another trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Four like, weeks
0: later. What <laughs> Aquaman 2 announced? We haven't even gotten to the first one. Um, this was still pretty big, and, and I, I, said, I said it to you the other day, and I've been saying this to, to people when I talk about... We're talking about Suicide Squad, so the big, that was kind of the big oh, yeah. thing that was yeah. going on. And what it was, if you haven't seen it, and spoilers if you're trying to stay clear from the spy pics... Um, which, good luck. Which, there's, good luck. If you go I, I don't internet know how to avoid there's it. There's no way, yeah. Uh, there was spy pics and video of Batman on top of the Joker mobile riding around and Margot Robbie is in the passenger seat. Yeah. Now, I just love saying that because I, I this is how I put it to you. I said, "Any Batman is on the Joker mobile and basically the same thing I said, but in a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. And that is a real sentence, and that's, that's right. all true.
1: Batman is going to run down the Joker in the Suicide Squad movie. Yes. That is so That's crazy. Awesome. That's and we, awesome. we talked about it a little bit because you couldn't avoid these photos. So yeah. Batman is on top of the Joker mobile racing down the street, which mm-hmm. is all kinds of awesome. And I've gotten a lot of people who are like, really bitter about it because they're they they're sad that it's been spoiled. Yeah. I get that. I, I don't Total. and I don't disagree with that. I'm like, yes, if we had somehow not known about that and we went and sat down in the movie theater and we saw it and we're like, oh my God, I didn't oh, expect yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I get that. So I totally Would have been awesome to I have sympathize everybody. with everybody who's bummed that it's been spoiled. Yeah. On the other side of the coin though, I'm also the excitement that comes from that, I think, is also really exciting. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, again, you gain some, you lose, you lose some. Yeah. So we we lose give the surprise, take. but we gain the excitement of knowing that it's it's more than just a cameo. Batman is is at least straight up in a major action sequence in the film.
0: It's very telling too. Yeah, and it's very telling because. It it gives this movie even more weight, you know? It really shows that when they're talking about these universes all being one... They're, they mean it. They're, going they're not it. messing around. They're, yeah,
1: it's not like they're just going to mention Batman, right. which uh, originally a lot of people were like, oh, well, they'll probably mention him or they'll yeah. be, or they'll be a, a blurry figure in some surveillance footage. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, Batman is going to chase down the Joker in the Batmobile and somehow jump from the Batmobile on top of the Joker mobile. And continue punching the Joker in the face. Yeah. And for that,
0: sign me up. Yes. That is amazing. I mean, we don't know how they're shooting this. I mean, this could all just be blurry footage. (laughs) That's true. It could be surveillance (laughs) It's still possible this is all surveillance. (laughs) I doubt it, but uh, it's possible. And
1: uh, I I don't know if you listened to Fat Man on Batman, but uh, Kevin Smith and and Mark Bernard, you know, they were kind of tossing around ideas of like, oh, is this... A flashback? Is this something that will be at the end, or mm-hmm. is this like their Bond opening sequence? Oh. And I love that idea of like oh this being gosh. the opening sequence, leading oh. leading into the Suicide Squad kind of title Agreed. montage, and then into the film.
0: Oh, I yeah, dude, that's something I didn't even know I wanted until you just said that. Neither right. did I until yeah. they said it, so I, yeah. I I
1: can't take credit for that. But when so they brought awkward. it up, I went. Oh, that's a great way to approach it, dude.
0: Totally. We we don't get uh, it. Does happen? They they do those big intro sequences, but yeah, the Bond intro. I always think of Goldeneye. That intro sequence, yeah. of Goldeneye, is just so good. And I want just a right out of the gates with a scene like this would just be, <laughs> be like, wait, what do I go from here? This yeah. is amazing. So yeah, man, it's uh it's big, and and so uh, alongside that, David Ayer has. Basically, gone out and tweeted and said, "Yes, you've seen a lot. Obviously, yeah. They, they, their intent was not to try and really hide this stuff. It's pretty yeah. clear. Well, when
1: you're doing on-location shooting, you know you can't.
0: Yeah, you they,
1: know, they like just... you can't close down. A, so why bother? A square mile, no. And so you just like you know there's going to be spy picks. Yeah. and that's just the the nature of the beast. But if you want to shoot in the real world." that's the price you pay. And, right. and before he tweeted this, a few a week le- a week before, he did tweet, "I love shooting on location. It just brings a sense of realism and something to the the movie that you don't get on a sound stage." And so he was already kind of sharing his rationale for that. Yeah. So because because people were complaining, "Oh, I don't, I'm seeing too much." And again, I get it, but yeah. but you also understand where he's coming from. So anyway, after this hit, which was kind of the biggest Spoilery piece. Uh, he tweeted, he said, Well, we survived the streets. Time to go dark now. Remember, only the tiniest glimpse has been exposed. Our surprises are intact.
0: That's huge, too. Man. Yeah, that's awesome. Resi- I mean, Granted, it's pretty easy to understand that Batman writing, you know, uh, Batman in this movie is a big reveal, but we it doesn't give any real big plot points away. Well, that we know of, it could be it could be just a quick chase sequence, a flashback sequence. It could be many number of things, but yeah, this let us this lets us know that that's great. You know that there's bigger things coming that we don't know about. You know, so it 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 feels better. Ah, I feel like a. Ah, that's yeah, good because yeah, that there's
1: there's tons that we're not going to know yeah. about until we sit down.
0: Yeah, because it's it's, as we've discussed, it's our duty to to look and see this stuff and report on it. Yeah. We got to do it, you know. But it's it's a little bittersweet for us. So knowing that you know the cat's not out of the bag entirely is, is nice. It's nice. It's exactly. nice. It's yes. a nice thing. So one, one of the other things uh, uh, that they actually were shooting as well was a scene with uh, Harleen Quinzel doing some kind of a motorcycle stunt uh, with, I think it was Joker and, and Chase. It looked like a chase, and she was sliding, doing this kind of motorcycle slide, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the back of the truck. But it was her actually doing the stunt, which was really cool. So, yeah. you know, just uh, maybe a little bit more of a reveal into some co- some kind of a chase before whatever that scene is with her and Joker. I don't know, but... yeah. That's, no, awesome. no, that's
1: cool. Like, it seems like there's going to be some really cool action in this film. Yeah. And just going back to Batman on top of the Joker Mobile. Yeah. In costume. Yeah. We've had how many Batman films now? Uh, Eight, if you include 66. Right. We've never seen anything like this. No. And that's exciting. Like, that is straight up comic book superhero Total.
0: action. And we have never seen Batman do anything like that in any of these movies. No. That's awesome. No, we definitely have not. I mean, again, I go back to that it being a real sentence because it just feels like that. I don't think we ever dreamed that we were going to see a sequence like this. You know, I mean, if it was a Schumacher movie, yeah, you know, yeah. we would have been like, yeah, of course he's going to do stuff like that. But you know, not not in this, not in this sort of uh, world we live in where these things carry the weight that they do because right. we know it's not going to just be all like gag and slapstick. You know, yeah. it's. It's gonna be legitimate, yeah. you know, at least to some. This is the so.
1: Batman taking down the Joker and dragging his ass to Arkham. Yeah, come on, come on,
0: it's <laughs> so good. Oh, and I actually looked up because I was curious about the Joker Mobile, what kind of a car it was. Because I know we keep saying, "Oh, it's some exotic vehicle," and yeah. I was like, "Is it a Lamborghini? What is it?" And it actually is an Infinity G thirty five, but it's a concept vehicle, or it's it's I guess it's a concept body kit. So it's this aftermarket body kit that they use. So that's why it looks so different. Uh, and the, it's called the Vader body kit. Hmm. So hashtag confirmed, <laughs> Vader is in Suicide Squad. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in there. So, you know, hey, who would have thought we would have seen Vader in, in a Suicide Squad movie? But it's, ne- it's in there. We will see it. <laughs>
1: So that's some exciting Suicide Squad stuff. Uh, moving on, uh, not uh, kind of to BVS, but mostly to the, the DC movie universe. Uh, it's something that's been rumored for a month now, but now mm. is finally confirmed. Uh, James Wan has signed on to direct the Aquaman film. Yes. Hashtag
0: confirmed. Free <laughs> confirmed.
1: So man. that is awesome. Um, I am so excited about this because... I'm a huge James Wan fan, as I've talked about in the past. I've I've loved all of his films, Mm -hmm. uh, including his most recent, Furious 7. And so to hear him signing on, not only to the DC Universe, but for something like Aquaman, Mm -hmm. uh, I think I tweeted out, you know, one of my favorite filmmakers and one of my favorite, favorite comic book heroes brought together... To quote Aquaman, outrageous.
0: <laughs> so on point, man. No, it's really cool. I mean, I think overall everybody was, you know, most people were saying this would be a great fit. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's doing big things, you know. He's yeah, he, done- ju- he
1: just made Universal uh, $1.5 billion. Yeah, so, you know,
0: no slouch there. So, so no slouch. Yeah. And- uh,
1: so he is, he is signing on. he's going to oversee the development of the script, which is currently being written by Kurt Johnstead. Uh, so, in addition to closing the Aquaman deal, he also closed a deal with Sony to direct RoboCop. Robotech. Uh, Robotech. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, an adaptation. Robo- RoboCop again? Again? Alrighty.
0: One more <laughs> round! Do it again! Why not? Um,
1: <laughs> an adaptation of the popular anime from the 80s. Uh, and it, I remember this was kind of rumored at the same time as Will He Do Aquaman, Will He Do Robotech? It sounds like the delay was for him to find out a way to do both. Sounds yeah. like he didn't want to choose, and so that he he got everybody together and worked out the scheduling so he could do both. Which more power to him. He can totally. he, he can call those shots now. Um, so Aquaman should hit theaters. Uh, it is expected to swim into theaters. That was very nice, Jamie. And, <laughs> well that wasn't me. That was a comic book. movie Yeah,
0: kudos to those guys for this article. Uh, on
1: July 27th of 2018. So he's got plenty of time to to shepherd this project forward and then Jason Momoa just came out today saying he is excited to work with James Wan. So
0: How could you not be?
1: Can't wait for this.
0: Super cool, man. Just overall, yeah. It's it's going to be really great to see and and you know, talk about too. Uh, you know, I don't know much about Robotech, but man, that's that's a pretty out there franchise too. You know? Yeah. So it's like, he's really kind of going for it. He's he's he's, he's stretching he, his. Uh, he has he arms. has
1: jumped to the A list very yeah, quickly, indeed. and now he can kind of pick and choose as he wants.
0: Yeah, indeed. So moving over to a little bit of Gotham news. So it's kind of surprising, like that was. We didn't have really any BVS news, but you know yeah, they're we're, heavy we're in, in post. We're in so. the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're we're in the thick of it, uh, but we have a little bit news about uh, Gotham. So it's. Uh, Season two is a couple months away, but things are already coming down the pipeline. It's been announced that uh, was first announced that Marina Baccarin was up to the series regular, and uh, now it seems that Nicholas Diagosto, who plays Harvey Dent, after appearing in three episodes, introducing his character TV as TV line has learned that Diagosto will be a series regular as well in the second season. He shared uh, this news via Twitter. He said, Thank you to all of you at Gotham and hashtag Harvey Dent fans for your enthusiasm. I can't wait to join more of the fun as a regular in season two. So that would be really interesting to see kind of what his character plays and if it gets uh, pretty heavy in the second season, if we're actually going to see him. You know, it's really interesting because it's these these villains, especially... They're kind of, you know, like the Penguin is kind of the Penguin already, you know. he's More or less. More or less, you know. He doesn't have as much of a transformation, whereas Harvey Dent, he sort of has a transformation. His is more, depending on the the version, but his is generally more inherent in his personality, and then it becomes a, you know, an actual uh, physical trait. And then that really brings it to the forefront of who he is. So I doubt we'll see that, you know, the physical transformation at all because that's kind of the nature of the show. But it will be interesting to see his dual performance and how that is upped. And also, uh, TV Line also found out that Chris Chalk will be a series regular. So he was the one who was introduced as Lucius Fox more recently at the end of the season of Gotham. Um, so that'll be really cool. I think he he, you know, in the short time that we saw him, he seemed like a good fit yeah, for Lucius, good. you know, and, and gave uh, Bruce a little bit of cool advice. So a cool ally probably for Alfred and Bruce in the show. Mm-hmm. So it's great to see they're moving and, and getting more people on uh, in the cast and making more announcements. It's I'm looking forward to it, man. All right, yeah. I think well, you are too wearing your Gotham t-shirt today. Andy. Oh, yeah, I, I am. Think you, yes, I am you are. You are. <laughs> you never disappoint, buddy. Yes. Ever. <laughs> Happy Friday. Yes, indeed. So very
1: cool. Yeah, we'll see how, how that... Plays out, but uh, it was it was rumored when Marina Baccarin was uh, when she was up to a series regular. These were the other two names that were thrown out as, as options, and it right. seems like they're confirmed. Confirmed. So hashtag. So hash confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> Uh, moving on to other movie news, uh, Greg Silverman, who's the president of creative development and worldwide production at Warner Brothers, uh, he talked a little bit about DC and DC versus Marvel in a recent interview. So he did this interview with The Hollywood Reporter, and he's had some interesting little tidbits that we can share now. Uh, they asked him, how would you differentiate the DC universe from what Marvel is doing? He said, we have a great strategy for the DC films, which is to take these beloved characters and put them in the hands of master filmmakers and make sure they all coordinate with each other. You'll see the difference when you see Batman v. Superman, Suicide Squad, Justice League, and all the things we are working on. Do we want to take these one at a time? Sure, or do we, so, sure. uh So that... Just, to me, is common sense. Makes right. makes a lot of sense as far as what we're seeing and what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Not I've, really a surprise there. I, I've seen some sites trying to, to find things to pick apart in these quotes, which is silly. Because I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. We're getting great filmmakers, giving them beloved characters, and making sure they talk to each other.
0: Yeah. Makes ah. sense. <laughs> they makes said sense. it's all the same universe. Like, that's sort of implied, I yeah. would think. So, uh,
1: So, uh, so and, and and you you are seeing that as, as DC is more focused on getting filmmakers with their own voices mm-hmm. as opposed to, say, Marvel, which is where they get filmmakers who will do as they're
0: told. Yeah, it, uh, is, it is more on that side, it seems. So So
1: that's Warner Brothers' strategies. They're like, let's get a Zack Snyder who has a very specific voice. Let's get mm-hmm. a Patty Jenkins. Let's get a James Wan. These guys are, are filmmakers who have their own style and voice but still make sure that they all talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, whereas... Marvel seems to be kind of along the lines of, let's get TV people because they'll just be happy to have the job.
0: Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's they 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 definitely seem to um, you know have a, a much a bigger hand in in how these are made, and I think this is really cool that Warner Brothers is doing this this way because. You know, it's not so much important how the story is told um, cohesively; each one, as long as they integrate together. Yeah. Because the visuals and these characters obviously overlapping, it's you know, as long as the the way the character acts is the same. And I'm sure they will. Right. You know, They're right. writing all that into the story. It doesn't matter if we have a different take of storytelling from this point of view versus this point yeah. of view. If anything, it makes it even better because we're getting that much more variety. Right. So the nature of the story will be cohesive. It's just how the story yeah. is told that's different, which and is
1: there'll fantastic. Be, there'll be little things where it's like, hey don't kill Aquaman in your Aquaman movie because we need him for Justice yeah, League. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know. <laughs> Probably a good note. Yes. Like, hey,
0: yeah, well, free reign, but not free free reign. Right, right.
1: Here's, you know, here's here's what we want to do with the Joker, so make sure we don't. Couple uh, guidelines. Yeah, things, you know. Don't kill him. Little, little uh. things like that. Um, so <laughs> it will be interesting to see how it differentiates from Marvel because Marvel is very much about the big picture, making sure all the pieces connect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Setting up other movies in current movies, mm-hmm. um, which I think that we could all stand to see less of. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see how that, that kind of evolves with what DC is doing. I and mean, we haven't really even seen their first film yet, so we don't know.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Uh, moving on to the next quote, he said there were some. Com- excuse me. There were some complaints about the Batman v Superman <laughs> trailer that it was too dark. Is this a trademark of a DC superhero film in the post Dark Knight era? And so Greg Silverman responds with, There is intensity and a seriousness of purpose to some of these characters. The filmmakers who are tackling these properties are making great movies about superheroes. They aren't making superhero movies. And when you're trying to make a good movie, you tackle interesting philosophies and character development. There's also humor, which is an important part. So, again, kind of no-brainer stuff where where he's saying, uh, you know, Yes, there is absolutely seriousness and intensity because it is the nature of a lot of these characters. But I like that he says there's also humor, which is an important part.
0: Yeah, it's, it's you know, the tone of that trailer is more of a bleak tone. So visually, of course, they're going to take scenes that have more of a bleak mm-hmm. look. Now, that shot of Superman, you know, when he's kind of carrying or holding that tanker or whatever, kind of slowly lowering yeah. it. That doesn't seem dark to me, you know. It's yeah. the the music is ominous and everything, but it it just shows me it's like, well, in the context of everything surrounding it, of course you're going to associate with that that, that yeah. kind of darkness, but really that is sort of that seriousness and intensity was intended for that trailer, but it doesn't mean that that's the 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 style and voice of the DC universe right, right. now. Yeah. It's it's not a tell necessarily, you know. So if that is more of the tone I'm fine with it but mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be again we know that these characters are going to end allies they're going to be right. allies so how bleak can it be you know yeah. it there's going to be some goodness and happiness and, and levity in this story because if it was that bleak I mean people really wouldn't probably watch it and we've and we've well they would still watch it who am I kidding but um I think we've seen more of that uh, kind of that gra- gravity and weight with Nolan, and I think they're probably going to... They're not afraid to go there, but with these, it's like, you know, I think we inherently know that they're straying more on the side of fun, just even with some of the characters mm-hmm. that we've seen. Not not more on the side of fun, but they're not afraid to, to have fun as well. You right. know what I mean? Like Harley Quinn... That's and in, she's inherently a very fun character, you know. Mm-hmm. If they were going for a really dark and serious tone, unless she's completely different than who she is in the comics, I don't think they would even have her in the movie, you know. Uh-huh. So it's just, you know, it, it is it is it's a that's a great question. I'm gl- I'm glad he answered it that way. That's like it's it's yeah. very cool, you know. It's humor is an important part it's going to be in there we're going to see that you know right. whether it's going to be as light as in you know what ant or prob, you know probably will be or guardians of the galaxy kind of is i don't know about that light but right it's not going to be bleak entirely exactly. i doubt yeah
1: I and i think that, that that is it and that is one of the biggest sticking points for people around this upcoming dc slate and i get it coming from just the teaser for batman v superman but at the same time that's what at this point? That's what they're putting out there. They do want to give mm-hmm. it its own identity, differentiate it from from what Marvel is doing. But do I think it will be devoid of of humor? I don't mm-hmm.
0: think so. People are treating as though they've already seen the movie. Yeah. You know, and as think, they always do. I also but, think each movie will be different.
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think there will be a very specific tone with Batman v Superman, but I think that. Suicide Squad will have its own tone and Wonder Woman will have its own. And I think that it will change depending on the characters involved. Right. That's good. Yep. And then finally, given the debate about the low number of female directors on studio films, (laughs) how important was it that a woman direct Wonder Woman? And then Greg comes back. He says, we had a very intensive process looking at everybody. Patty and Michelle were really the ones who came to the forefront on the first go round. So when things didn't work out with Michelle, we all knew we had someone great who'd expressed interest before she came back and is doing a great job. It was never about the best female director. She's just demonstrated doing amazing work with female characters, such as in monster. I think that's, you know, I think that's spin, but yes. again, again, I, I get what he's saying. Mm.
0: Yeah. If they
1: if they had hired a man to do Wonder Woman, they would have caught crap. Because they said we want to get a female to direct Wonder Woman, they caught crap. Mm-hmm. There was this was a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Totally. So, I think they made the right call. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, because there's qualified people on, on either end. Yeah. But, you know, it's for a lot of people who feel like that they they really want the this character to have a strong female voice a lot of people feel that that needs to be directed by somebody who understands a strong female voice and being a female, I think helps probably. So, so, you know, I don't, I don't think, I think that's the smart decision, honestly, even if they're, you know, being like, all right, well, this is just a ploy to silence, you know, people who are, you know, super PC and and crazy about the kind of the era we live in and making sure, you know, that, that, you know, inclusion and diversity is just sort of uh, uh, popular, a hot thing right now, and so they're just doing it to satisfy, you know, it's like, well regardless, it's a good thing, it's a good thing, you know, this is a good decision and yeah. and to, to stay with a, a female director I think is it's totally yeah, fine.
1: Yeah, and they and they had two really talented female directors yeah. who were up there, and one of them didn't work out, and so yeah. they had another one. So they had great. another one that was perfectly so, capable
0: as well. So yeah, great.
1: so it makes it makes total sense, and uh, excited to see what what Patty Jenkins comes up with. Absolutely. So fun stuff. Moving forward to the an exhibit returning.
0: Yeah, so that exhibit that many of you guys saw probably uh, if you went to San Diego Comic-Con or if you kind of saw highlights of San Diego Comic-Con last year, they had this uh, Cape and Cow exhibit, uh, which was the Cape and Cow from Arkham Knight that they kind of put out to a bunch of artists to kind of do their own take on on, uh, what they thought it should look like so kind of an artist's exhibition so Warner Brothers has announced that that Cape and Cow exhibit that was featured last year to celebrate the 75th anniversary of Batman will be making a return this time to celebrate the release of Batman Arkham Knight the exhibit will feature a whole new set of artists and will be running in London through the release of the game so I guess a lot of the ones that we saw um, you know it's not going to be all just those same yeah, ones. I know, I, ones I
1: saw a bunch of them over here at Warner Brothers they're on display there so they're probably getting new ones yeah for this
0: one. very cool uh, so no word on exactly where it'll be on exhibit uh, but fans in London can check out a few of the pieces this weekend at MCM London Comic Con they're going to have those at display there so just a really cool unique exhibit you know so yeah. Kind of a for, fun for thing bat to keep fans going.
1: across the pond
0: yeah. and get a little
1: something special That's to right. enjoy so yeah. keep an eye out for that and check it out and let yes. us know how it is, send yeah. us pictures
0: yes please do
1: Uh, Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment have launched uh, some new global kids websites. They've launched Scooby-Doo.com, LooneyTunes.com, and most importantly, DCKids.com.
0: Darn right, most importantly. Darn right. Sorry, <laughs> Scooby-Doo. We're biased.
1: <laughs> uh <Eat so> <laughs> Warner Brothers Consumer Products and DC Entertainment announced today the launch of all new Scooby-Doo.com, looneytoons.com, and DCKids.com, three new entertainment destinations for kids that will engage fans with all their favorite Warner Brothers characters and DC comic superheroes in a dynamic, immersive experience featuring original new content. Now, more than ever, providing universal access to a world of content is key to engaging even our youngest fans, says Karen McTeer, Executive Vice President of Warner Brothers Consumer Products. We're excited to offer this new entertainment experience that delivers fun and engagement for kids across multiple digital platforms. So with key interactive features designed to offer exciting content to kids anytime they want from any internet connected device in the format they've grown to expect in today's digital environment. All these websites are launched and will allow kids to experience immersive worlds 24 seven and connect with Warner brothers, beloved franchise animation characters and famed universe of DC comics.
0: So this is, this is great. You know, it's just one of those things that, um, and thanks uh, Dustin for this article on the Batman universe.net and, you know, <clears throat> again, it, we as older fans of DC Comics and things, you know, we have are certain things that we like to see, and a lot of the times they're you know the content you know is more on the mature side that we appreciate, yeah, and not necessarily kind of the light lev- levity or the or the more slapsticky stuff that you know that these characters can be as well and and do very well. Um, so it's it's kind of funny living in a time where when you go into a comic book shop and there's a kid in there, you're like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you I know. know, like, you, I notice that sometimes when there's kids in there. I'm like, this is awesome. But this is, I mean, I get used to seeing, you know, 20-somethings and above. And, and above our For people. the most part. Yeah, our, our groups of uh, people, you know, in there. So um, this is great. You know, this is just kind of just in case some of that content, you know, in the comic book world or the, the animation world gets – Stray's a little heavy, even with some of the animated movies that we've talked about. There's more swearing and things like that. This is a great outlet for these kids to kind of go in and be on the internet and check out these characters and all this different content. So, again, just like with the the launch of that new girl the girls line of superheroes, you know, I think this is it's like this is great. You know, they we need family entertainment. We need safe stuff for kids to go out there and enjoy too, and parents to not have to worry about what's what they're reading or what they're seeing and this is this here it is you know so go check all that stuff out and kudos to you guys at Warner Brothers for doing that
1: yeah thinking of the fans I've, I'm not a kid but I may check it out myself I hey
0: I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. I was just going to cage the room, really. You know, just who am I kidding? I knew you were with me. Come on, come
1: on. Uh, Moving forward to video games, Arkham Knight. So Warner Brothers and Rocksteady have released a new trailer for Batman Arkham Knight, featuring the Harley Quinn DLC. The DLC pack is available for everyone who pre-orders the game ahead of its release on June 23rd. Also, GameStop has started to air a new commercial showing off the Red Hood DLC that is exclusive
0: to GameStop customers who pre-order the game. It's almost here, man. I pre-ordered mine. I hope it arrives on June 23rd, and then... It will, and then I'll,
1: I won't see you for a while. Yeah. Actually, that's perfect.
0: That's the week I'm in Paris. I was just thinking, so if you're gone at that time... That's the time, week I'm gone.
1: So it'll give you a week I mean, essentially, to essentially... Yeah. I'm gone, too,
0: really, technically. You go to... You're going to, to Arkham. I'm going... Yeah, exactly. I'm going out of town... Yeah. ...with quotations, and you are going out of town without quotations. Yes. So this is... This is perfect. Excellent. <laughs> so <laughs> all I line. can't wait to hear all about it. Oh, man, I'm going to tell you all about it. It's going to be ridiculous. Tell oh, me all about it. I will. You're going to You're gonna play a little, Andy. This is going to happen. We're going to make this happen. Okay. We'll find some time. <laughs> all right. I don't know. Even if it's just a snippet, just to say, you <laughs> yeah, know. Okay, yeah,
1: go back and start. Hold an the controller and hit a button.
0: Okay, you did it. All right, fantastic. So that is almost here. So uh, those of you guys who are excited about it, I'm with you. We want to hear what you think of the game when that comes out too. So definitely leave us us your feedback and reviews about all that stuff uh, because I'll be talking like crazy. So moving on to a little bit of merchandise. We actually got quite a bit of merchandise that's stacked up over the weeks. Wow. Yeah, so some some pretty uh, major stuff going on. A lot of uh, this stuff that's coming up is Comic-Con exclusives. Uh, so one of those is oh, it the... it starts. It's starting, man. We're, we're getting some of these uh, previews. Uh, one of the first ones we're going to cover here is uh, the DC Collectible Jim Lee Blue Line Batman figure. So DC Comics Blue Line Edition Jim Lee Action Figure. It's a limited edition piece. Uh, so uh, Jim Lee, world-renowned comic artist, as we know, he's uh, brought his extraordinary vision of Batman to life. in this exclusive Pencil Deco Batman figure... Sculpted by Jack Matthews. It's encased in an intricately designed package. Uh, each Batman figure is included uh, includes an original sketch and it's signed by Jim Lee. Uh, I think that's Ooh. specific to certain ones. So I think there's like a mass produced one that's just the figure, and then there's ones that are um, the signed ones. Well, that's
1: one, That's not what this is
0: saying. Yeah, maybe this I'm is wrong. saying that that
1: this there they're, they're going video? to be they're going to be three hundred no they're going to be one hundred and fifty figures. Oh, only. okay. So, never only. mind. And each yeah, one will have a, a Each one
0: will have a sketch and signed by Jim Lee. That's crazy. I will say, this is a cool concept, and the sculpt looks cool. But there's, there's something about. I feel like that what they did was try and kind of apply some of his sketches. Yeah. To the figure and there's something about it that it looks a little strange. It looks like the lighting is hitting on one side on one part of the figure and then the shadow on another part. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It almost has this weird, like it doesn't match, Mm -hmm. you know? And so maybe that's just from certain angles, like you're supposed to view it and then it kind of works.
1: Maybe you're just trying to justify not buying it. To, maybe save, I, to save yourself three hundred it's working so far. So don't
0: <laughs> don't ruin me, antique Don't ruin me over here. Uh, it is very cool, and and I love Jim Lee's style. I think a lot of people consider um, his newest version, or uh, in the era we live in, his version of Batman one of the best um, yeah. uh, comic book styles of Batman. So a really cool exclusive figure. And uh, Andy, this one I'm going to let you lead into because it's. Uh, All right. So, Batman, oh, right. So, oh, well, first,
1: first, the Jim Lee Blue Line. Oh, figure, I'm sorry. Uh, limited to 150 Each yes. one does come with a sketch, um, but it will be priced at $300. So, yes. There you go. Plan accordingly.
0: Yes, indeed. So,
1: next uh, up is a toy company announces classic Batman wave four figures. So, holy bat toys, Batman. Figures Figures Toy Company is sending out the signal For another retro figure release Featuring characters from the beloved Batman television series Arriving later this year Will be the fourth series of Batman classic TV retro action figures And it will introduce four brand new characters into the line That's right Four characters are making the jump from television to the toy shelf Bruce Wayne's closest confidant, Alfred Will be available in the fourth wave As will three of the Kate Crusaders' most notorious criminal foes Gotham's coolest crime lord, Mr. Freeze, the brainy bookworm, and the treacherous King Tut will complete Series 4. Giving collectors more retro action figure rogues for their collections. Each figure will be highly detailed with cloth outfits and head sculpts done by Danny the Pharaoh and Yellow. You won't have to travel down to Gotham City to get your hands on these characters. They'll be available directly through Figures Toy Company, www.figurestoycompany.com, Stay informed on release dates, product images, and more by visiting the website and following them
0: on social media. These are awesome, as as many of them are. They're just... They're really they're cool. really great. And even the
1: packaging <clears throat> is
0: great. You gotta love it.
1: I man. love these. And I want them, but I shouldn't, but I want them.
0: I'm not even touching it, man. I got... It's like... That, I... The
1: problem with any, and we have talked about it before, if I get one, I have to get them all. See, so I, I get none.
0: I at least... I'm not – I can get one or two and be okay. Like I'll just pick my favorites and not need to – because I – mine is like a, actually a benefit of no space at my place. Like I literally me too. would just That's, be – Yeah, I'm so, out of
1: space. That's why I buy so little now. Yeah,
0: so it keeps you away from them. But can we please, please – okay, this is this is the one that will break break me and I will have to get it. If they do the – alfred wearing the bat suit oh my god that's hilarious that's gonna be it i can't i can't resist that one as well as well it should be yeah that that would be amazing that's the ultimate so i mean king tut and mr freeze obviously bookworm these are these are all fantastic what about
1: pink Cowl batman
0: oh my gosh i don't know that one i might be able to still resist but that (laughs) okay maybe not i don't know (laughs) that'd be pretty awesome to have that uh, so another, uh, I think this one's also a Comic-Con exclusive. It is. Yes, indeed. Because yeah. so, I
1: already had a good friend, uh, Jamie Drewley, my other Jamie Bat Oh, yes. He's like, dude, you must pick this up for me. He's,
0: he, is he super into? He the,
1: loved Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns is his jam. He, yeah. It's his favorite thing He loves
0: the, the, the mutants, the yeah. mutant boss with the pointy nipples. Yeah. It's pretty pretty awesome on this. Where I was like, when you put it that way, yeah. yeah. I mean, they they didn't uh, they didn't skip on some of the details of the so these things. I saw that I was like, they went for it. They went <laughs> went for broke. So what we're talking about is uh Mesco has revealed a TDKR limited edition box set. Uh, it's exclusive for Comic Con International this year. Uh, features the famous scene from The Dark Knight Returns of Batman fighting the mutant leader. The set will be available for pre order. It says tomorrow, so this was actually on May 21st. So we're a little behind the ball on here, but you know we missed a couple weeks. Uh, it's 150 dollars for, and the number of a number of a limited number of sets will be available at their booth at uh, Comic Con. So this is going to be one of those things, one of the items every year that people who are super into merchandise, if they mm-hmm. haven't pre-ordered this thing, they're going to be at the doors first thing Lining that up. Thursday morning and just booking it through uh, the floor just to get this sucker. I know that old. Uh, B Ryan last year, he tried to get that. Um, what was it? It was the Batmobile. It was the '66 Batmobile for. I can't remember. I think it's this the same line of the toy, the toy company figures maybe. And he didn't, he wasn't able to get it. But uh, and actually, I think that's where he is still. He's still at one. He's at DC right now, standing <laughs> in line, trying to get that that Batmobile. So again, I, his I hope he gets it. I th- I hope so. He's it's worth it. It's it's been over a year or I, not over a year. It's been almost a year. So speaking of which, Andy, Comic Con, it's coming right up. It's very soon. It's a month. A month away. A month and three days. The 8th. The 8th, baby. So we're almost here. So, all of you guys. Oh, my God. If you guys are out of Comic Con, drop us a line. We maybe say hello. Yeah, I'm so excited. Talk a little Batman with you. So, yeah, it's coming. So, uh, did I cover everything on that? On that one, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: moving forward, Square Enix announces an Arkham Knight Batman. So, to match the beautiful and highly detailed game graphics, uh, they placed heavy emphasis on bringing out the fine details and mechanical look when creating this sculpt resulting in a finish that gives the realistic impression of a human being, Bruce Wayne, wearing the suit. So this is a new... It's a, another Comic-Con exclusive. Yeah. Arkham Knight Batman from Square Enix.
0: I think it's the paint on this one that, that makes it really... Cause, yeah. Because it's different than the paint it's, in the game. It's like blue It's and like midnight gold. blue. Yeah. Uh,
1: so at San Diego Comic-Con... Uh, This has an exclusive limited color version. Uh, They've highlighted the fine details with the metallic paintwork in bright blue and gold. Uh, Batman was previously announced, and now there will be exclusive limited color version available at Comic-Con International. So very cool piece here. It doesn't say anything about cost or anything, but I know that these are usually around a hundred bucks. Right? Yeah, I
0: think they're maybe just shy of a hundred bucks. So, but it's cool because they do have some of the features, just like uh, some of the Hot Toys version with the interchangeable hands, and, yeah, yeah, and different features and stands, and they super dynamic looking. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. Really, really, really cool uh, figure here. So that's i think there was a bunch more so go check there's out the tons, batman Net because merch. this was actually just a portion of the merchandise in the last couple of weeks um so definitely go check out the batman Net to to check to, to get the release dates so, because there's a bunch of stuff coming in october as well i think some animated uh series figures and uh some other uh major must-haves for you bat fans out there and uh yeah, so moving on. We got a little bit of listener feedback in the last couple weeks here. All right. So number one is from Rider Fan 215. Rider Who is Evan. Evan is G. Evan. yes, Evan. Thanks for writing in, Evan. He says, Hey, guys, I'm a couple episodes behind, so I don't know if you've discussed this yet, but have either of you seen the Batman Unlimited Animal Instincts movie? Andy, I know you have. I bought it and watched it. Yes, Yes, you did. did. I'm 19 and I loved it, mostly because they include Tim Drake, unlike the new DCAU, which continually ignores him. I'll be buying all the unlimited movies, but likely not the toys to show support for the people that appreciate my favorite Robin while ignoring the fools who exclude him. Also, after the finale, I've changed my mind about Gotham. As long as they keep Bruce in the show, I'll be watching. I'm actually excited for Suicide Squad now that I know Batman is in it, and I'm probably going to see it in theaters. Keep up the great work. Evan G. Thanks, Evan. Thanks, Evan. So, yeah, we're, we're with you on all that. Andy, yes, Animal I, Instincts. Yeah, I bought Batman
1: Unlimited Animal Instincts, and I checked it out, and I, I texted you guys afterwards, mm-hmm. but uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was – it's it's a lot of what I expected, which is a very – it's. It's kid friendly, but it's not pandering. Like yeah. it's never dumb like treating kids like they're idiots. So it's cool. very easy to watch even as an adult. So I liked that about it. Is awesome. it is it was it was very superhero. It felt like a Saturday morning cartoon, but
0: it but doesn't good. stop like Door of the Explorer and no. ask you to count. No, nothing like
1: <laughs> that. Batman can't find the Batmobile. Can <laughs> you point out <laughs> where it is? <laughs> yeah you need that little Oh, there it is so no nothing like that I, I I was actually really impressed with the animation I thought the animation was really high quality which I didn't expect because this I felt like
0: it did feel like it was gonna kick out kinda, of nowhere yeah gonna kicked out there so um That's I cool. wasn't
1: crazy about all of the character designs mm-hmm. um but like you Evan I am a huge Tim Drake fan and that was one of the big reasons I had to buy this is because this is Batman Nightwing Red Robin- flash and green arrow uh so it's kind of a fun random eclectic group i don't know why they wouldn't put in black canary and take someone else out but that's Mm. another conversation Mm. for another time but um i love that they included tim drake i wasn't crazy about his cowl i think it was weird how the air his hair poked out from the back but he still had a cowl it's like just give him the domino mask like in the in the new 52 Mm -hmm. and he looks great
0: they're kind of it seems like DC is kind of experimenting with this blending i mean the first people that kind of did this well it was when uh, the new 52 I think it was before that too, but mostly I think of New 52 Red Robin, where he had that, um, basically a Batman cowl without ears.
1: Yes, that was that was, that was pre New 52. Oh, that was pre New 52. Yeah, so oh, that okay. was like Red Robin, but pre New 52, where the suit from the neck down was amazing, but then they gave him a weird cowl, which I never
0: liked. Yeah, it was kind of strange. It was like, this is just basically a Batman cowl. Yeah. Like, that's it.
1: And then in New 52, they lost the cowl and just went back to the Domino Oh yeah, mask, the Red Domino And mask. he looks yeah. great. Yeah. And I, so, that's my, I love that design. Um, So, I wish they would have done that, but still, like, that's just Picking so mm-hmm. I loved that they included him in it. Um, yeah, I thought it was it was it was fun to watch. It was easy to watch. It was painless. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a little weird how they made Gotham City all futuristic. I don't know why they they went that route, but mm. whatever. So uh, definitely, yeah, I enjoyed it. I will check out whatever they do next because I they thought are it was coming fun. Coming out
0: with one next, I actually saw online uh, after I wrote the show notes. I, it's uh, one with monsters, and I think it's announced. October, I ah, believe I may be getting like that. Like a little wrong. Halloween one. Yeah, so that's so if only there was a,
1: a news podcast where we could learn about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. It, well, you'll have to check in. Everyone, <laughs> Fat Man on Batman, every once in a while, I think it's a little news. So, <laughs> you know, maybe that one.
1: Maybe that one uh, will, will
0: have more information on it. <laughs> but yes,
1: Evan, as a fellow Tim Drake super fan I am with you. I'm glad to see him included here. Uh, and I was like, what, Red Robin? I'm in, I'm buying it. Totally. And, and like
0: I said, I thought it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it um speaking of robin super fans yeah we got a rob's rogues listener feedback from one of our fellow tvu podcast hosts oh, robin cool. everyone loves the drake so rob wrote us and uh do you want to take us through that one sure sure so here's what rob says he says hey
1: guys long time listener first time caller well, thank, thank you for finally <laughs> yeah, chiming you, man. in. Nice to hear from you. It says, okay, I had to try that out. I've been listening since the relaunch of the podcast, and I love the new show. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. I should have said something long before now. The show has so much character to it, and it's a blast to listen to. It's my drive to work show. You're and, awesome. Jamie, can I say that I hear a bit of Diedrich Bader in your voice?
0: What? I'll
1: take it. Say man. hammers of justice, Jamie.
0: <laughs> say <laughs> hammers of justice. Perfect. <laughs>
1: DC Animation, call Jamie Magoo. I know. I'm, hey,
0: I'll take it. Yeah, he he voices Batman, dude. That's like a great compliment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, he said, I did a double take on the first episode I heard and thought, wow, they got Dietrich
0: on a show. Jeez, I didn't, I've never gotten that before. But That's great. I never thought about it, but now I can hear it. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a mind warp for you probably yeah. from now on. <laughs> okay,
1: I digress. As you said, Andy, you're going to be gone for two weeks and we're going to get news. And we did. I think we're going to be getting a lot of now that so Batman moments in BVS and Suicide Squad movies. I am putting stock in that off a few images. Of the uh, Ugh. excuse me, off of a few images in the past two weeks. Ready? Batman riding on top of a car trying to catch the Joker. Come on!
0: We're with you, man. That's what I said. Come on!
1: <laughs> that's so effing alley. Yes. Right. That's I love right. it. So effing out. So effing out. Or in this case, case, now that's so Batman. (laughs)
0: That's so Raven. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't can't help it. (laughs) But on point.
1: I feel that up to this new universe, we've seen all the different Batman do a few Batman-like things, but they've been few and far between. Yeah, we got the 89 Punch, the guy behind you bit, Dark Knight, uh, jump out of a window to save someone, and a few more here and there, but they've never been... But they have been overshadowed by a Batman trying to be Batman. More Nolan in that last comment. Instead of being Batman. Batman forever had more now that's so batman moments than all of the Dark Knight trilogy combined. Ooh. Whoa, Andy.
0: Ooh.
1: I don't even know what to say about uh, that. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not saying it's a better movie. Just the moments of Batman doing Batman things. Nice save, Rob. Yeah, I, I okay. I get what you're saying. Totally. Crashing through a skylight, backflipping into thugs. Uh... In the known movies, movies yeah. did Batman flip once? Sure he hung upside down back to forever crashed through a helicopter with his head the whole bank scene surviving fire with
0: his cape please don't hate me) <laughs> Brian and I are on your side fully, Rob. All right, we. we I get, give. I get what you're saying,
1: Rob. I don't like the movie, but I get what you're saying. I get we what you're saying. We shamelessly
0: celebrate forever, shamelessly. All right, there's a little shame.
1: Uh, I, I hope the new universe will be fantastic, and we walk out of the theater saying, "Now that's so Batman." Totally. Okay, so I thought a nice first, a nice first letter would make up for not writing in sooner. A nice long first letter, I think. Yeah, uh, love the work you guys do. Uh, I know what it's like to want to have emails from time to time to read so thanks and keep on effing out
0: yes sir yeah P.S. Arkham Knight is just a few weeks away we're almost there we're with you Rob uh, so Rob thanks dude yeah. thanks fellow TBO, TBU host podcast host yeah. for writing in that's awesome and we'll- he was
1: kind of getting at what, what I was saying earlier about how like Totally. Seeing Batman ride on the car, that is something that is straight-up Batman that we've never seen before.
0: It's a definite distinction. Like, that is – that's so Batman. It's like he is being Batman, not acting like Batman Exactly. Would. That is
1: so Batman.
0: Yeah, that's – it's just super on point, man. And, and we obviously agree. I mean, that's – again, you know, it's like that – all the stuff that we're seeing, when you say it out loud, it's hard to believe that it's all truly happening. And I think yeah. we're just going to get tons more of that. So it's like – so yeah, and, and hey man, don't apologize for loving Batman Forever, right? I hey, maybe a little bit. I love it.
1: I think you did the right amount of apologizing Totally. Yeah, forever. okay,
0: you're right. And it, it does. You gotta apologize at least a little because it's it's it wasn't really good for Batman movies, but it has its moments. And it's so damn quotable. I can't help it. <laughs> It's just, even if the quotes are bad even if they're bad it's just so Mr. Quotable.
1: Freeze and Batman and Robin is also quotable that's true, it's insanely quotable quotable does not equal good agreed, Jamie.
0: agreed. you're right Andy, I am taking that I'm taking it on the chin man. <laughs> that's uh, it man but awesome,
1: very good thank you Rob and thank you Evan for writing in keep those emails coming if you're listening uh, we love to hear from you, it gives us stuff to discuss very very cool Um, But that will just about wrap up this episode of the Batman Universe. So we are back. We are happy
0: to be back. Yes, we are. Stuff is is happening. Stuff is happening. We're going to go dark on Suicide Squad, so it's going to probably... Be a little bit Quiet of a bit trickle, down a bit, It will, but, but you but know, in it's four,
1: good. four weeks we're going to have Comic Con stuff. Yeah, to talk so about.
0: yeah, their timing—it's good. It's like they know they're like we got we got to release just enough stuff for the guys of the Batman universe to be yes, able to talk about. You. So thanks, thanks, thanks for Brothers, that. thanks DC.
1: Uh, <laughs> so yeah, very fun. We're going to be here for the next couple weeks before I uh, unfortunately have to hit the road again. But uh, so we're back for a while, which is good to go. We'll let you know when it's
0: we're out, and then probably we'll give do me a, the heads up. we'll do a. I'm sure we'll do a, a Comic Con. Podcast. Oh yeah, we got oh, yeah.
1: it. We got it. Yeah. So great it. great exciting stuff. Glad to be here. Uh, thank you all for listening. As always, don't forget to check out all of the other great shows on the batmanuniverse.net, uh, including Rob's show.
0: Yeah, Rob's mm-hmm. Rogues. Or I mean right. uh, Robs Rogues is his is his tag. He reviews a lot of the Robin merchandise and then he does Robin, Robin everyone, everyone loves, loves the, the Drake, Drake and I do. Yes. So
1: make sure you check out Rob's uh, podcast and all the other podcasts at the batmanuniverse.net. Awesome. Make sure you check out my other show Holy Batcast. Uh, we just did a couple new episodes, and there
0: are I know more I catch up, man. coming. Yeah, yeah, buddy.
1: So check out Holy Batcast as well on iTunes, Stitcher, and PodKicker. But that will uh, do it for this episode of the Batman Universe. On behalf of Jamie, I have been Andy DeGenova. We will see you next time here in the Batman Universe. batman universe is not affiliated with warner brothers or dc entertainment the thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they
0: happen to work for but thanks for joining us for this episode and we will see you around gotham Alright, let's do it we're back let us do it Oh, it's me. Do it, do it. Okay. All right, who's starting? You're starting. I'm starting. So start. I'm starting. I will, mister. Just get started. Uh, Okay.